0: Welcome to episode 20 of the Dare to Date podcast, the podcast that's all about dating, love and relationships, where we're going to have the bigger conversations, you know, those ones that will actually change lives. Now, this week, I want to talk about is emotional consent the answer? Now, I'm sure you've heard about physical consent, but we're going to talk about emotional consent and emotional consent could be the answer to the bad dating behavior that a lot of people find. Now dating and relationships have changed and dating apps have changed the face of dating significantly. Now you may think that they've changed them for bad but they've also given people choices that they didn't have before and access to singles that they wouldn't have. So you know there's good and bad and every week I work with people who are getting success on on dating apps. And look, I believe that you can get success online, offline, basically anywhere. But again, you will find more singles online than anywhere else. And there's a lot of talk about bad behavior. But you know, we can only control what our behavior is. And that's what I'm going to talk about this week. Now, you could be in the position where you're new to dating and you're not even sure what any of this stuff is. And that's a good thing. Or maybe you feel a bit jaded. Maybe you're sick to death of ghosting and everything else that goes with modern day dating. You know, the lack of respect and how it's hard to trust anyone is on dating apps for the right reasons or for anything serious. Yet you still find yourself going back to them because you really secretly hope that there'll be that one person who is different and who excites you who sparks your interest. So I'm going to give you a, a scenario of where that happens. You know, you, you go online and here you are, you found that person. You've found someone that, you know, finally you're excited about. You start to exchange some messages and it's fun and exciting for once. You even start to flirt. You move to a phone conversation and it gets better and better. And you meet in, in real life. You start to get a little bit nervous because all of a sudden this one, matters this one could be your last first date and instead of being disappointed you're really pleasantly surprised so you start seeing each other you become a thing seeing each other regularly but you haven't had the inverted commas the conversation about where it's going you don't want to put pressure on things as it's going so well which makes you feel like the conversation just isn't necessary. Best of all, you seem to be on the same page. You trust that it will work out how it's meant to. After all, that's how it works out in in romance movies and, and how you imagine that it's going to work out. So you skip the step where you have the let's define the relationship. So go along for a month or two and then bam, something changes you can start to feel the other person acting a little bit differently. Maybe they've pulled away a little bit, which starts to make you a bit anxious. And then you start to blame yourself, thinking that your anxiety is what's pushing the other person away, that you're actually causing them to pull away, not them pulling away. You know, it... (laughs) you kind of start to do everything to make it work and they just pull away further. And so then you, you kind of have the conversation with them and say, look, what, what's happening? And they tell you that they really don't want anything serious. It's fun and they're happy to continue as things are, but they really don't want a committed, serious relationship. If you want to continue as friends, as benefits or, you know, not as often, they're quite happy to do that your heart sinks and you go, that's not what I want. I don't want to waste time on another person. And maybe for a while you you work at trying to change the mind, thinking that if they see how amazing they are, they'll just want to be in a relationship. Yet yeah, nothing changed. And you just realise that you're not going to get what you want And you start to wonder, how the hell did this happen? How did you get it so wrong on waste your time on yet another person who doesn't want to commit? You know, you found yourself trusting their words, trusting their actions when you were hanging out were real and meant something. You know, you've heard the advice, trust someone's actions. They always mean something. And you thought that it was going somewhere. You can't help but question yourself driving yourself a bit insane, overthinking it. You know, would it have been different if you'd have spoken about what you wanted, but then you tell yourself you shouldn't have to do that, that it should just flow and happen necessarily. happen you know naturally and organically. Yet to be honest, if you'd have known how it was going to turn out, you wouldn't have agreed to it in the first place. You just wouldn't have gone down that road because it wasn't worth how you're feeling now. And it wasn't worth wasting more of your time on, you know, you can waste ages on someone that isn't going to give you what you want. Now, unfortunately, this type of situation happens to singles every single day. You know, they feel like they've met someone and it appears like they want the same thing, that they're on the same page until they simply aren't and they disappear. They either, you know, ghost or do the slow fade. Basically, what they're saying is, I want what I want till I don't want it anymore. And then I'm just going to disappear. Now, it's all too common in the dating world. Now, as a, as a coach for men and women, I hear this story from both men and women, wherever I go, whether it's the queue in the coffee shop, from my clients, from my family, from friends, from friends of friends. Now, a word of warning. People can and do change their minds. This is not what we're talking about because no one owes you a relationship because you've been dating for a few months. The whole thing about dating is you're meeting to someone to see if you know they're the right person to fit into your life and you can't know that after one or two dates so you know dating I've said it before it's a bit like trying on a jacket you might have an idea of the type of jacket that you want but then maybe it doesn't comfortable it doesn't work for you you can only tell that by dating and of course you don't owe anyone anything but being able to Number one, when things don't work out, have the honest conversation about, hey, you know, you're a great person. I just don't feel that we're really compatible to, you know, have a long term relationship with. Being honest, but the whole disappearing or ditching someone because someone better comes along is what causes so much damage. You know, all those times where people are ghosted or sent misled messages or where they're exchanged for someone better it wears people down and makes people cynical that no one's genuine you know and it gets to the next level of worse when you you're going out and you're establishing a level of trust and investment of them just to have the trust broken by yet another person it just makes it harder for you to put yourself out there And I'm going to tell you the solution to this. So I'm not going to get stuck in the problem, you know, but before we get there, are we too quick to excuse crap behavior because that's just how dating in the modern era of dating apps is? I mean, there's been a a spike in Tinder with people using terms like see where things go and open to because they analyze the data. Rather than looking for a relationship. Now, don't get me wrong. Tinder lately, a lot of people are finding relationships on there, and a lot of people are really honest about what they want. When you see people use terms like "let's see where things go" or "open to," they're generally used by people that aren't looking for something serious. You know, it's a bit like when you see a an ad for a house where it says "renovators delight." Sometimes, read it between the lines, and asking directly can make a big difference. What I do find, look, I love the opportunity that dating apps give us, like I said before. But they do create other problems, like it makes it easier to move on and start again. It also allows people to behave in a way that they wouldn't in the real world. You know, online dating has normalized things happening without having any real conversation about what your relationship is. It's normalized and make ghosting or the slow fade easier. Like I mentioned before, the ghosting and the slow fade is, I'll take what I want and when I don't want it, I'll disappear. Stop that behavior, people. It leaves people feeling misled with unanswered questions, unresolved emotions and unfinished business. You know the good thing about the modern dating world is if you want fun you can go out and get that but people have stopped defining what the relationship is going to be and I absolutely recommend defining the relationship at the start and Online platforms make this easy to do because people either want casual or they're looking for a relationship. And in those early days of dating, most people will tell you what that is. Don't go into a relationship where someone says, I'm only looking for something casual, hoping that you're going to change them. If they say that, that's what they mean. Particularly if men say it, they're not going to change their mind, that's what they're looking for, no matter how amazing you are, no matter how great your sex life is, no matter uh, anything, if that's what they say, they really change their mind. So I'm sure we all agree the physical consent is essential. You know, we hear it all the time in the media. If you have sex with someone, you have to consent to having sex with them. But maybe it's time to make emotional consent just as important. Because emotional consent is the way to save yourself a whole world of pain. Emotional consent is about agreeing and defining what you want your relationship to be before you get into jumping into a relationship. Now, it would seem like that should be common sense, but that's what a lot of people are failing to do. Too many singles meet someone who excites them. And all of a sudden, they put aside any cynicism we spoke about earlier. They want to believe that this time will be different, that this time things will work out. They worry if they say what they want, if they make a big deal about it, If they push the issue, they will jinx it and push the other person away. So instead of speaking up, they go on dates. They have sex without the conversation about what the relationship is, without having a label or defining it. And then they get disappointed when someone says they don't want anything serious. Being vulnerable is the ability To put yourself out there when you're uncertain of what the other person's going to do. You know, it's vulnerable to say, I'm looking for a relationship. And if the other person says no, you've saved yourself, you know, weeks, months, years of wasting time on the wrong person. Now, it's easy to put bad behavior out there and that you're just a victim of it. But... Take responsibility in those early stages for what you want. And if you've been clear about what you want, you're giving yourself some level of protection. Yes, someone might lie to you. (laughs) I'm sure men have been lying since the beginning of time to get laid, right? It's nothing new and nothing new under the sun. Use your common sense and your wisdom. Trust your gut feelings when you meet someone. But for God's sake, define what the relationship is and get emotional consent before you give them intimacy and give them yourself. You know, it's, it's really freaking crazy guys, that you will let someone sleep with you before even asking what it is and then be disappointed and hurt. Maybe you're not even getting to the level of sex, but you've had some level of expectation Have the conversation. Now, too many times when I speak to singles, they assume that they know where the relationship's going. You know, I've heard of people that have have assumed the other person wants kids when they don't and not have had the conversation to see if they're on the other page. They've just gone with the flow. They've just let it happen and then be disappointed when it didn't. You know, they find that having that conversation is difficult and don't know how to have it. So they don't. Now, sometimes it's because they're not sure of what they want. However, they're not agreeing to disappearing or letdowns. So maybe, you know, start to be clear about what you want before you get into it. It's time to have those healthy conversations about what you expect about what you would like and about what you need from the other person. For example, if you both agree that you don't want anything long term, then it's cool. You just need to say that. There's a lot of people that want that. You know, it's surprising that people can make assumptions based on age, that you should be looking for something serious. Or maybe you're in your 30s and you're the woman that wants a baby. But the reality is that that's not you. You just want something casual. So it's important to be totally clear what you want. Then you don't leave the other person in any doubt. If you're looking for something more, it's important to tell each other that. You want to see things progress and eventually become something serious and a thing. You know, obviously, when you say that, you can't know in the early stage. By agreeing to date someone, you're not agreeing to marry them. You're not agreeing to the outcome, but you're looking to see where things progress to see where they go. Or alternatively, you could say, look, I'm looking for friendship to see if there's enough in common to progress friends further. But, you know, be clear about what that is for you and yeah maybe it's uncomfortable maybe it's vulnerable but I want to tell you it saves yourself a whole freaking world of heartache and pain that terrifying conversation to put yourself out there may feel bad for a minute or two but it saves you time it saves you energy worrying about what it is or what it isn't you know, it gets rid of that anxiety and stress. And anxiety is, you know, more common nowadays, but anxiety is normal in dating. It's a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease about something with an uncertain outcome. So if you're, the best way to deal with anxiety is to get rid of it by having the conversation. If you're clear about what you want and they don't want the same type of relationship, at least you'll know there's nothing more you could have done. It may still be painful and hard to deal with, but it's easier in the long run than someone letting you down over time. It takes two people to have a relationship. However, you need to be responsible for your own intentions and actions. So have a healthy level of emotional consent that keeps yourself safe. Have that freaking conversation. It's time to stop being cool and going with the flow. If you're in a relationship, speak up at the beginning. Be clear about what you want and what you don't want. Now, it's simple. Like I said, dating apps make that incredibly easy. And researchers said most people want to be honest and straightforward in those first days of the app stage, right? And put it out there I've had too many people I've worked with that go well I didn't ask that we just went on the floor and went with some dates and I thought it would just be a thing and they're so disappointed that it didn't that simple conversation at the beginning saves a whole world of pain and look don't take it to extremes because people can go you know we've all seen the person that sat there on the first date I want a baby and I want a relationship and I want it within six months That is kind of putting so much pressure on every interaction that it can be scary for someone. All we're saying is, hey, I'm looking for something serious, or hey, I'm looking for something casual. That level of a conversation. And look, before you jump into bed with them, (laughs) you know, if you're willing to get that up close and personal and intimate with someone, I'm sure you can have the DTR that define the relationship before you get in someone's pants. Now, I want to tell you about a client of mine's story because, like I said, it happens all the time. And, you know, Courtney had been on dating apps and, you know, she got to the point where she just believed that you meet someone when you're meant to. She felt like it would happen in an everyday life doing what she loved. So she booked into some hiking classes because she loved hiking. And she couldn't believe her luck when she turned up at the first class. There was a great looking guy there. And on their first hike, they really did start flirting, having a fun conversation. And yeah, it felt awesome. When they got back from the hike, you know, during the hike, he gave her a lot of attention and it felt good. When they got back from the hike, they had a drink and they exchanged phone numbers. She couldn't stop thinking about him and what could be possible. I think she was already planning our wedding. I'm only joking, but girls, we tend to run ahead and we want to see the possibility when we're ready for a relationship. So he called her and asked her out. So they arranged to go out for drinks and it went really well. Then they had another hiking date, which also went awesome. For their third date, they went out for dinner. Now, on that third date, one thing led to another. And they ended up sleeping together. It just felt right. It felt natural. It felt good. And Courtney couldn't be happier. You know, finally, finally, <laughs> here it was. Now, they hung out hiking, kayaking, you know, doing some fun stuff as well as the regular stuff. Hung out for, you know, a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks led into a couple of months. Now she couldn't have been happier, felt like it was going on the wrong along the wrong along the right track, sorry. But then what happened? You know, after a period of time, he started to see her a little bit less, which again made her anxious. Normal to feel anxious when someone changes their behavior. It, it it's a sign. And that anxiety is there to tell you something. He actually pulled away and even stopped contacting her. So she contacted him and asked him what was going on. And he just said, look, it was fun, but I'm really not ready for anything serious. Courtney was devastated that it didn't work out how she thought it was. She was so caught up in the fantasy of what that relationship could be that she couldn't believe that he didn't want the same things because, again, it just seemed to be going along that way naturally. But she'd never had the talk. She'd never asked him what he wanted because she didn't want to push him away. If she'd have had that talk in the early days, she would have found out where he was at. And I want to tell you one thing about guys. They're different to women in this regard. Guys generally only settle down in a relationship when they're ready and they're in the right place for it. So you can ask them and they'll generally be honest because they may enjoy your company. But they, you know, they may enjoy your company if you're up for it. but it won't progress to anything else. And like I said earlier, you could be amazing and fun, the best person they've ever been with. But if they're not ready for a relationship, they're just not going to do it. Now, women, we give up our hopes and our dreams because we have this romantic idea that love is the solution to everything. And then we get hurt and disappointed. So what's the answer? I want you to yell it back at me. You need to define your relationship. You need to have emotional consent before you get close to someone. Don't just believe that going with the flow and being cool will get your relationship and then be disappointed when it doesn't, because this happens every single day. And I don't want this to be you. And that's the whole reason for this podcast. It's time to to get what you want in a relationship and not be the victim of people who simply aren't on the same page. Yeah, you can have amazing chemistry, but if someone isn't ready for a commitment, you're not going to get the relationship you want. Remember, I'm always talking about the three C's. You absolutely need chemistry. You need someone who's on the same page as commitment. And the only way you can work that out is by having the conversation. And finally, you need to be compatible. And when you date someone, you really are going through the process to see if you are compatible with each other. But before you do that, like I say, see if you've got emotional consent for the same type of relationship. You will save yourself pain, heartache and disappointment. And it really is the answer to bad behavior because people can only treat you how you allow them to treat you. And there's so many younger singles just going with the flow and never getting what they want. I don't want that to be you. It just takes a simple conversation and that can be by text on a dating app at the beginning where you save yourself all of that wasted time and wasted heartache. It's, it's that simple. Do you know, years ago, I'm not sure if any of you have seen the movie, it was a bit of an ironic take on why would you buy the cow, cow when you can get the milk for free? Now in this day and age, a lot of people are getting the milk for free and they don't have to do anything else, but you don't have to give away the milk for free. You can have that simple conversation. So, get emotional consent before you get close to someone else. It will save you the pain and heartache. Anyway, my name's Debbie Rivers. I'm a relationship coach. And, you know, my passion really is helping you get the relationship and the love you've always wanted because I know that it's never too late and you haven't missed out on your chance for love. You're not given the desire to have it without the capacity to make it happen. And that's whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and even 80s. I see it all the time. I work with people that have, you know, got the love they want and they found it on Tinder. It all comes down to the approach. And if you're not getting the results by yourself, why not work with me as a coach? You know, I work with men and women to, to help you get what works. Anyway, I hope, <laughs> I've talked for long enough in this podcast, I hope whatever you do today is putting a smile on your face. My name is Debbie Rivers, a relationship coach, and it's been great talking to you today. Thank you for listening. Oh, and if you have enjoyed the podcast, please leave me a review and subscribe. It would mean the world to me. Thank you again. Bye.